Hi, can we have a little conversation? Because it's episode 99 of No Boring Stories, and we are talking about making your speaking a conversation. Let's get right into it, shall we? Welcome to the No Boring Stories podcast. You know that you can use storytelling to captivate your audience, clarify your message, and grow your business and impact like never before. And that's why I'm here. Each episode bringing you transformative stories, expert storytellers, and my signature storytelling tools all to help you tell a better story. Because there's no such thing as boring stories, just boring storytellers. I'm your host, Alex Street, and I am definitely a hand talker. Whether I'm on the phone or doing this podcast right now with nobody else in the room, my hands are flailing all over the place. Well, today we're going to talk all about what you do in conversation, and maybe more importantly, how to actually create a conversation. As a communicator, we have been talking through this series called Make Speaking Magical, and we are in the last part right here called Make It a Conversation. We've talked about making it connect, making it captivating, making it concrete, making it credible. And here in this last part, we want to really zone in on how do you make your convert or your talk, your speech, your workshop a conversation. Because that's what we're here for. Our brain, our relational brain is designed to connect with other people. Communication requires at least two parties. And if it's just you speaking out there and you're not inviting someone into a conversation, then you might as well be speaking to a brick wall. It's not communication. You're just talking. So for to be a good communicator, what we're going to do here is zone in on the very last piece to make your speaking magical, which of course means to make it memorable, to stand out from the crowd of speakers out there. One of the main elements you can focus on is to make it a conversation instead of just talking at them. I cannot really count how many people... I have sat in a room and listened to and had this really sad thought go through my mind. And the thought is this, you don't need me here. So I'm sitting in the audience, have you felt this before? And you're looking up at the speaker, whether it's a professor in university with a class full of students, or it's a pastor at church, or it's a speaker at a conference that you paid money for, and there's thousands of people in the audience, or you're on a freaking Zoom call and you've got one square tile among 40 other square tiles, and there's one person leading the conversation, you get this feeling you don't need me here. As in, if I left, if I got up and walked out, if I turned off my camera, if I just left completely, you wouldn't notice. Have you had that feeling before? Is some speaker coming to mind right now that you're thinking, yep, I remember being in a room with them. It happened 10 minutes ago. And I felt like I could just leave and you wouldn't even know. This is not the thought that you want to feel and you as a speaker now, let me encourage you, as a storyteller, you certainly do not want your audience thinking this at any moment when you are speaking. If they start thinking, you don't need me here, 
then they don't feel like you care about them. They don't feel like you see them. They don't feel like you know them. But alternatively, look at the speakers that you know stand out most in your mind. These are the speakers that you feel like they are speaking directly to you, like they see you, like they know you, like they are in a what? A conversation with you. Even if you never physically speak, at least it feels like you could and you would be heard. Are you with me? Do you get this? Do you feel this now? This is the goal. This is what we're working towards. But the problem, of course, is you're sitting here thinking, yeah, sure, I could speak. I could do that. I could show up for a workshop. I could lead my class. And I'd love to make it a conversation. I'd love to have people involved. I'd love to have them feel like I see them, know them, hear them, and I'm talking with them and they're a part of the conversation. But my goodness, Alex, I just put all this effort into planning my side of the talk. Now you want me to figure some way out to include them in it as well? I'm just focused on like getting through my sentences without stumbling. Is this the feeling that you feel? And you're asking me to now think about how they're going to receive it, how they're going to maybe interact with it and engage with it and, 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 uh, and respond to it. So that's a problem. It's something that keeps us from having a conversation. Another problem is that it's unpredictable. If you open up, if you hand the mic over to somebody, if you ask them a question, they could say whatever they want to say. Good, bad, ugly, downright insulting. Who knows what it's going to be? Look, there was one time that I was speaking up at the front and it was the end of a week of camp when I was speaking to teenagers and all the parents were there. And then this one parent came in from the back. I'll tell this story in detail another time. Don't you worry. This one parent stormed in the room from the back and started shouting louder than I was speaking and was very upset with something that happened that week and took over the room. They came in, they said their piece, they walked at the back. And what did I do? I said, well, next time if you have something to say... Let's remember to raise your hand. And of course, I got a chuckle, and then I kept going with my talk. And then they came back in and interrupted again. Look, this is the thing. When you put it out to the audience, whether you ask for it or don't, it's unpredictable. When you're in a room with an audience, it's unpredictable. But part of this is actually just about saying, hey, we're in this together. So yes, it's unpredictable. But look, don't get into speaking if you don't want unpredictable because that's that's the joy of it. That's the fun of it. That's the that's really what keeps us alive. If you just want to talk, then get a podcast and put it out there because you don't have to ever get people involved on the other end. It's just you talking to a microphone. But if you really want to speak, you really want to affect an audience and be in a room with an audience with people, well, then you got to be okay with a healthy dose of unpredictable. But look, the problem is there. I get it. I hear it. And we'll address it in a second. And finally, maybe you've tried this. A third problem is that it's too hard. It's unpredictable. And now, well, I've tried this, but people don't respond. I ask questions. I try to engage the audience. I try to have a conversation, but people just don't respond. If you're feeling one of these three problems around this idea of making your speaking a conversation, I hear you, and the good news is it doesn't have to be this way. 
Look, something that I do actually in my one-on-one story coaching, specifically my speaker story coaching, is help people really work through this to take their idea from nothing, then dig into their story, and then turn that story into a main message, and then start to really get nitty-gritty on tweaking that main message to something that you will be known for. And part of that process is engaging the audience and figure out how when you are when you are speaking this main message that is deep on your heart, how do you engage the audience in that? That's part of the process that I walk through in my six-month speaker story coaching process, and I would absolutely love to take you through that as well and help you form your main message that you could take to any stage from here on forward and be remembered with your message to make it magical. If you want to know more about that, then go to alexstreet.ca and go to coaching, alexstreet.ca slash coaching, and it's got all the info you need there. Or of course, reach out to me on Instagram at street says, just say, hey, I'm interested in story coaching. We'll get the conversation going. So look, if you have this feeling, these problems that I'm trying to start a conversation, but it's too hard because I'm just focusing on my own thing, or it's unpredictable and frankly scary, or I've tried and people just don't respond, here's some tricks that you can implement to make your speaking a conversation and be remembered by your audience. You're going to ask, invite, and share. Ask, invite, and share. From the stage or online, if it's just you showing up on Instagram, we can kind of tweak these all the way around. But specifically thinking you as a presenter with an audience, whether you're on Zoom or you're on a stage in front of a classroom, ask, invite, share. Let's go through these. Ask. Asking is, uh, it's, it's not just about asking a question to the audience and expecting a response like, hey, so what's your biggest fear? And get crickets. Because if you haven't warmed them up, then nobody's going to share what their biggest fear is. They don't trust you yet, let alone the other people in the room. Now, the beauty of this process, this Make Speaking Magical process, if you go through, if you strategically move through these five points, these five tricks to make it concrete, uh, connect, uh, captivate, concrete, credible conversation, then you've actually moved through to a place where they should feel more comfortable to even respond to a question than they did before because you've worked through the trust factor and the wow factor and the the logical factor and the visual. And you've given them something to now really work with when you say what's your biggest fear, they know what the context is and they trust you. But if you're going to just show up and start a conversation, ask a question, here's the key, make it easy. This isn't necessarily about guiding your content and working all the way through and being like, I want to get them to open up and share their soul. Just make it easy. I did this uh, one moment where I would get in front of an audience and I would say, all right, turn to the person next to you, which I love to do. This is a great way to start conversation in a room of people. Say, turn to the person next to you. You have one minute to talk about the best party that you've ever been to or one of the best parties that you've thrown. Go. Well, as you can imagine, the room explodes. People love to talk about parties. People immediately have something that comes to mind. It's an easy question to answer or to talk about. And it brings joy because you're talking about something joyful. So turn to the person next to you. Talk about your favorite movie theater experience. Talk about the best movie that you've seen this week. Talk about your favorite dining experience at home. Talk about 
something that you experience outside of your country? Well, something is going to immediately come to their mind, and that's what you want is a quick response to come to mind so that you could turn to the person, somebody next to you and immediately start talking about it. That's what I mean by an easy question. Now, what's magical about this is you can, it doesn't have to be random. In that situation where I asked people to talk about their favorite party, I then said, okay, come on back, come on back. I hope that was good. One of my favorite parties that I ever went to was my parents' funerals. I know if you want to know more about that, then just jump back about six episodes on the No Boring Stories podcast to the one entitled Parties and Funerals, and you will hear all about that. But I led from there into my content. It doesn't have to be random. It doesn't have to feel random. You can go from an easy question to great content and engaging material. It is possible and actually probably easier than you think. But if you're going to ask a question, ask an easy question. Another tip, if you're going to ask a question, ask a what question. This is what do you want to do from here? What's your next step? Not as opposed to why. This is in any conversation, not just from a stage. But if you want to engage somebody and have them respond easier, then ask a what question rather than a why question. Why questions are emotional. Why questions feel personal. Why questions feel like, oh, this is... This is a personal, This I, I need to have an explanation for this. What questions are more logical, they're more detailed, they're more factual, and so I can respond and almost, almost detach myself from the answer. So what are you going to do next? Well, I think I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And then I can say, well, why do you think that's a good idea? Well, now I can engage more if I want to, but a what question is easier. So ask a what question, make it easy. This is about asking good questions. And if you can, try not to leave it open-ended. So you're leading a Zoom workshop call and you get finished speaking. You feel like, oh, you need a break in the conversation. You say, okay, how's everybody feeling? What is coming to mind right now? That's very open-ended. And the brave ones are going to step forward. Maybe. But also, if you can say something like, what has stood at what is something that you feel like you can apply to your business right now from what I just talked about in the last 20 minutes? What is something that surprised you in the last 20 minutes about what I was just speaking about, right? So you can still open up the conversation. You're just leading it a little bit more. And last piece about the ask, if you can prep it a little bit instead of just showing up and you're talking, 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 and now how do you feel about that? We're shocked by that as an audience. It's hard to respond like that. When we're in listening mode and now we're supposed to be in talking mode, it's hard to react to that. But if you can in some way say, in a minute, I'm going to check in with you and see what you're thinking about this. Then you finish your thought and then you ask, okay, now I want to know, what are you thinking about this? What has surprised you about what I've said so far? Now we're prepared for it. Our brain has had had an opportunity to prepare for that and get ready for it, and we're more likely to respond. Okay, that's all just asking. Now let's break down the other two, invite and share, and these will be a little bit quicker. To invite is actually to, well, to invite them into a conversation. Imagine reaching out your hand and saying, come on in. So if you're on stage, you can. this is about actually, yes, handing the microphone to the audience and saying, what do you think about this? Do you have a question? What do you want to talk about? What has stood out to you? And 
and inviting them into a conversation, leaving space for an, another voice to speak publicly in this room. This could have even be some bringing someone up on stage and doing some live coaching or some live workshopping with that person right there in that space. When you invite someone from the audience to do this, it feels like you're inviting the entire audience to do this. When you invite one person from the audience to engage in the conversation, it feels like you're inviting the entire audience to engage in the conversation. This is where it gets magical. So invite someone on stage, invite a guest to come in to the conversation on a podcast. Of course, that's why I have guests on the podcast. So it's not just me talking to a microphone, but it's me having a conversation with someone. And I hope that in those conversations, you find yourself somewhere in that conversation. I'm often thinking, what is my audience thinking right now as this guest is speaking? And how do I bring their voice into this? So invite a guest into the conversation and then immediately it looks like a conversation. It feels like a conversation because my God, it is a conversation. And then there's all kinds of other tricks that you can do about doing an, you know, an Instagram takeover or uh, sharing in an IG live or um, just putting up a, a, an, a, actually this gets into the next one about sharing. Um, so there's all kinds of ways that you can do that about really just engaging someone in real time to invite them into the conversation. Don't be afraid, bring them in. And finally, share. This is about sharing testimonials. This is about uh, sharing people's questions. You know, you see this on Instagram all the time where I can share a testimonial and what that actually is is somebody's, somebody else's voice saying what they thought about my services. Now, I talked about this last episode in or last solo episode in Make It Credible far more in depth. But this is a great way to actually make it feel like it's a conversation. It's not just you, it's you and an audience. And when you share that, when you say that, when you open that up to us, the audience, it feels like we're part of something bigger. And then you see this again on Instagram. This is a great tool to use uh, about polls and questions, putting a question out there. And then when people respond, actually sharing the responses to those questions on your stories as well. This is a great way to say that it's not just me. Look, other people are involved in the conversation. Other people are responding. So you should too. And then when you do, you feel like you're a part of something bigger than yourself. And that's what this is all about. Creating a communication, creating a conversation. So I know you're scared. I know you feel like you just prepared. And how could you possibly now bring other people into the conversation? I know that you've tried this before, but go ahead. Try asking, try inviting, try sharing. And I believe that you will see engagement go up. You will feel like engagement is rising. You will feel like it's not just you out there. You will come across as more personable and you will create a community feeling where people really want to be involved and want to be a part of what you're doing going forward. If you want those things, then absolutely go and make it a conversation. Look, I have absolutely loved this series called Make Speaking Magical, diving into this. If you want to see the whole series in more detail, well, then you can go to my Instagram and click on the free preview for Make Speaking Magical in the bio and then get on the process for that so that you can watch the free preview and then lock in for the whole series after that. Um, but if you have any more questions about speaking, about communicating, about telling your story, of course, you know where to find me. 
dig into me, uh, DM me on Instagram, dig into me, DM me on Instagram, send me a message. Let me know what you're thinking of this podcast. And please, if this is helping you transform in your business, then share this on your social media. This world is built on sharing. So let's share the good stuff. This is No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street and we are just getting started.